Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. As always, my name is KT Mashler. And if you are interested in getting weekly inspiration, please make sure to subscribe and share with a friend. It really does mean the world to me. This week, on this week's episode, I am joined by Cell Gaston. He is a mindful coach as well as the podcast host of Finding Your Daily Calm. I had the opportunity to be featured on his podcast recently and got to know even more about Cell and found out that he is such an amazing inspiration. I hope that he inspires you as much as he inspired me. My name is Cell, Cell Gaston. I am a mindfulness coach. And I'm also the creations officer, the chief creations officer of World Stage International, which is a corporate training company as well as a personal development training company in based in the in Manila currently. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So I know you from a podcast. How does that kind of twirl into your kind of career and life? Oh, what happened was in 2020. The things got so crazy at work. I was still in a in a corporate post in a in a in a job where I thought was the dream job because it paid well, and uh, I was treated well enough. However, the the pandemic had plenty of surprises. So in 2021, I decided that I couldn't take any more of those surprises. I was stressed out, fatigued, and exhausted from, would you believe it, from the work from home thing. And then I decided early in 2021 to leave work and decide to be a podcaster. My category, the category that I chose was mental health because everyone needed it, or I felt everyone needed it. So I wanted to do something that has to do with meditation, which is what you can see in my podcast and find your daily calm. So from there, mid, yeah, yeah, mid 2021, that started the podcast. But we don't just read or guide meditations. We also have literary works that are what you would classify as calming. So that's where it started. Yeah. So did you like, were you involved in this like, positive mindset coaching thing before the pandemic or did that kind of start then with the podcast oh that was before the pandemic i've been uh i started out as a high school teacher after i graduated from university and then it evolved into corporate training and as everyone knows in the corporate world that the, the coaching and the mentoring thing was big still is and uh Prior to that, even before I was, uh, I taught in high school. I was already a meditator. I'm, a, I'm a transcendental meditation uh, practitioner. Though I am uh, a Christian Catholic, uh, it doesn't really matter if uh, you have other faiths. So the practice of TM is actually helping me, myself and hopefully other people too to function better. In whatever they do, in in that case, I was teaching, and then I tra- transitioned to uh, corporate work. What kind of led to your passion to help other people? You wanted that be through teaching, through coaching, or through podcasting? Oh, there's that. I don't know. This may sound cliche, but there's that fulfillment 
that when people come up to you and say simple things like, hey, that's, that's something else. I think that could work for me. And then they come up to you again a couple of days after, maybe even a week, even a month, they would say, that really worked for me. And I felt much better. And I functioned at work. I improved my, my work, hopefully the work ethic as well. So one of my favorite questions to ask life coach people who have to be in this positive mindset all the time. Yeah. What do you do when you're not in a positive mindset or not so you're not feeling so positive today? Or what do you do? Interesting question. Because people in their idea of positive mindset is that you just brush it off or totally disregard it and change your mindset right away. That doesn't work. In my opinion, you have to ask that negative thing, that negative thought that's bugging you, that's disrupting your the way you operate. You would have to ask that thing or situation, why are you here? In meditation, I mean, you would you could treat it as if it were an entity and ask, why are you here? What purpose do you serve at this moment? And then you find your breath. Once you've calmed down and the breath takes over, the acknowledgement of that negative thing or situation is something that's really not as bad as you would think or feel it is. That's when transformation happens. The illusion is that once you tell yourself, change your mind right now. Yeah, that could work too. But it's like having a, having stubbed your toe on the bedpost. You don't just say, go away, or you step on a Lego piece. That pain is there. But if you wait for it and ask, why did I step on that Lego piece? Why did I stub my toe on the bedpost? What happened there? You realize that the pain slowly goes away. It's, it sounds... Uh, commonsensical if these were the examples that I use, but it's the same as pain or disruption or the negative thoughts that co sometimes constantly invade. I love that analogy because every single one of us have stepped on a Lego, whether we have children <laughs> or a babysitter. We have it's... stepped on a Lego and we know what that pain feels like. So I love it. <laughs> Do <laughs> you have any particular people or kind of places that you go for inspiration for maybe yourself or to share with other people? Well, I can tell you one thing. I found a new podcast, the New Inspirations podcast, which is your show as another resource, not just for me, but for the people I care about and teach and coach. I'm very grateful for that. There are also things that people ought to practice. That is the acknowledgement of the breath. And that's the first default thing that you could go to if you are looking at inspiration, looking at uh, calming yourself down or finding a tranquil time. Breathing is an exercise that's widely underrated. So there are plenty of ways to do that, but the most simple is... Yeah, Close your mouth, breathe through your nose, and try to have longer exhales. If you inhale for four, four seconds, if you could do six or seven 
seconds of exhale. You could actually try that anytime and you will see how the anxiety or the discomfort, or sometimes even the pain would dissipate. Not instantly, but you could actually feel it yeah. dissipating. Yeah. I've def- my mom is definitely, she, when I get like sick or in my little anxiety attacks, my mom has definitely taught me or tries to tell me to breathe deeply. And I think it's very, very important, even though it's in the moment sometimes may be hard to like calm yourself down. How would you, how do you recommend to calm yourself down when you're like, you're trying to deep breathe, but you're just like not getting there? Well, what do you recommend? That's, that? a, that's an interesting question. Inhale and the exhale, the deep inhales or longer exhales. Let me explain it briefly. When you inhale, there's a part of your brain, it's called the, the sympathetic nervous system. That kicks in. And when it kicks in, it's as if you are preparing for a fight, something that you have to confront. There's probably conflict. There's probably an argument that you're about to start with another person, a loved one, maybe. And you'll notice when you're preparing for an argument, you would inhale deeply as if you're preparing for something. So that's when that kicks in, that's your signal for preparation. So it somewhat brings you to that place. But when you exhale, hopefully it's a longer exhale through the nose, the part of your brain is called the parasympathetic nervous system is the part of your brain telling you to calm down. That's what's telling you to, it's okay, to to say it's okay and everything's going to be fine. So when you do that or do more longer exhales, you naturally calm down. And people, most people don't know that. So inhaling is great. Of course, you need to take in air. But I have a doctor friend of mine, his name's Dr. Florendo. He says, you have carbon dioxide in your body. And carbon dioxide is a, a vehicle where toxins and all the bad things ride. When you exhale, the carbon dioxide is the vehicle that transports all those toxins, those bad things in your body, outside of your body. That's why you suddenly feel better. You could try that with how you're feeling right now. Maybe you're, you have a cold or allergies. I did that. And you know what happened was I did not just feel calmer. I got rid of my allergic rhinitis. I slept better. I got rid of my just a little bit. My snoring, my wife told me, it's just a little bit, but I'm still working on that. So people ought to try that. You can try that, Katie. I will definitely try that tonight. I will put it on my list of things to do right after this. Um, well, do you have any last piece of advice to share with me today? Oh, first of all, thank you for having me. And if I were to give advice, not just to you, but to everyone else here and the listeners in your show. Don't forget the breath. The, the breath no. The breath is the most, it's not even inexpensive because it's free. It's your go-to. Don't forget to do that. It's what will help you be calmer because I always believe, there's a writer, always forget his name. He says, calmness is the cradle of power. Calmness is the cradle of power. If you're 
in that space, you could always make better decisions. You could have better relationships and you could operate much better in the world that you are operating in. So breathe. One word. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, if anybody wants to listen to your podcast, learn more about you or connect, where can they go? Oh, the name of the podcast is Find Your Daily Calm, available wherever you get your podcast. It sounds so cliche. Almost all podcasters say that. (laughs) Available wherever you listen to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And Katie, I'm looking forward to having you as our guest voice in Find Your Daily Calm. Just want to tell everybody that it's not about, not just about guided meditations that you can listen to. Um, There's also literary works that aim to make you feel calmer or or better, whatever you're feeling in that situation. So looking forward to your voice, Katie. Well, I am so excited as well. And thank you so much for your time today. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. It truly does mean the world to me. If you want to show your support for the quest for new inspiration, make sure you check out our merch store, and get that bubbly but blunt sweatshirt. Otherwise, to show your support for the quest for new inspiration, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the quest for new inspiration and on Twitter at new inspiration pod. And make sure to leave a five-star review or share it with a friend. It truly does make a world of difference for my little podcast. <laughs>